To talk podcast. Hi, right, thanks for uh, joining us today. And uh, it's the Like to Talk podcast. I'm here uh, with Seal Simak, a Taekwondo champion and movie star. Um, he's also a PT, um, a personal trainer to the celebrities. Um, how are you two doing today? Doing very good, very well. Thank you very much. I just literally returned back from the gym, so uh, I always feel great after the workout. Fantastic. Um, first of all, I just want to uh, mention because I've, I've gone over with the likes of Jackie John and Jet Li. You have started alongside them. Um, what's it like to start alongside um, such greats, such as them? Obviously, each and each and every experience has been uh, profoundly different and very unique in itself. And I had something useful to pick up from those people who've worked very, very hard to achieve that level of skill. And naturally, um, lots of the inspiration is rubbed off on me. I, I, I very much get inspired every time I work with them just to strive for, for hire. It's, it's very important for all of us to have mentors and idols, people we look up to, people who inspire us. And every time I work with huge, big stars who've accomplished lots of things in life, inspires me to do better. Fantastic, yeah. And in terms of um, um, keeping fit or keeping in shape for each role, how, how do you manage it uh, you know, with your uh, tight uh, schedule, uh, filming schedule and uh, keeping fit in the gym? Well, the thing is, uh, health and fitness has always been, first and foremost, my my foundation of everything that I do. So training is, I have to fit it in, no excuses, even when I'm feeling tired or run down or broken. I have to do some kind of training because it's such an important, integral part of my life. Um, so I, I have to fit other things around it because that has always been my number one. Even when I'm completely down, that's been my anchoring point. So I have to do some meditation. I meditate every day as well as a stretch. So... Uh, it's such an important part of my life. Everything else has to fit around it. Brilliant. Um, in in terms of um, because you see that that, that yeah, um, what what kind of um, uh, what what is your regime look like? The your training regime because you, you're quite a big fella and you you move um really quick. My, my, my regime has changed considerably considerably over the years. Um, there, there was a time for about fifteen years I used to train three hours a day, five days a week. When I was competing, it was a little bit more, but uh, it was sporadic through the year. It's not like every single day I'll be doing that. Uh, nowadays, I do about an hour and a half to two hours a day, including stretching, strength work, as well as bag work. Uh, so you com combine strength and conditioning for um, to, to maintain muscle mass, and then uh, bag work to make sure I've got the agility, I've got the um, I've got the moves, I can still do the kicks, I can do the punches, as well as the stretching to maintain my mobility. Yeah, how how does your training and differ from when you're competing compared to now? Wow, when I was competing, it was a lot more, lot more um, cardio. When I say cardio, a lot more fitness work, mm. uh, a lot more explosive, a lot more plyometrics, uh, yeah. things which will enhance my speed as well as um, as well as keep my fitness level higher because the energy demands are much much higher when I was competing. Obviously, being in the ring for one, two, three, four, five rounds mm. can be um, 
can be very, very tiring and exhausting. I, I said to one of my one of my students yesterday, one round in the ring is equivalent of maybe half an hour sparring in the class because you've got the nerves pumping through your body. So your body's working extra hard. You're burning a lot more calories. Uh, so doing a competition is a lot more demanding and taxing on your body than than competing itself. When I was competing, uh, it was a lot more engaging with other people because I had to do lots of sparring. Nowadays, I, I, I prefer to train by myself. Right, okay. Imagine shooting. So so do, do you uh, still instruct that? Is I, I still like One of the many roles I had, yes, I, I'm running a martial arts academy. Yeah. I, I don't teach all of the classes, but uh, that's something I, I fundamentally enjoy too. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, and um, I, I, I watched um, Undisputed and you were going against Scott Atkins. I thought um, that's probably one of my favorite films. And um, that, that match uh, between you two was awesome. Uh, talk a bit about that, if you don't mind. Thank you. No, no, absolutely. No problems at all. But I remember watching Undisputed 1 many years before that with Wesley Snipes. And I was um, very much um, impressed and inspired by the whole concept and, and the, the story behind it. Uh, when I had a phone call to say, would like you to be uh, in this film alongside Scott Atkins, I was overwhelmed. But Scott and I were friends before that. Uh, in fact, we've done six movies and TV productions together so far. Uh, we used to pull each other on, on productions. So Scott and I met in Thailand in 2001 on film Black Mask 2. We spent three months in Thailand where he plays this, the main villain and I play his sidekick. So he pulled me in on this film Undisputed 2, which was a phenomenal experience. It was filmed in Bulgaria. It was minus 20 degrees Celsius when we filmed this. So it was a bit of a painful experience because it was extremely cold. We were just wearing shorts and, and completely topless fighting in the ring. Uh, choreographed by J.J. Perry, who's been renowned for so many things, including Fast and Furious films. Uh, so it's been an incredible experience, as, as has been every single other one. But... Uh, yeah, it was very nice working with Scott because we know each other, we trust each other immensely. Uh, so lots of the, the punches and kicks will pull in off quite convincingly because if you work with someone you've never worked with before, you will take precautions not to hit them, not to injure them. And you don't know how much um, force you can implement. With Scott, because I worked with him many times before, it was much easier to pull off. Fantastic. And uh, as I said, I, I grew up watching the likes of uh, Jet Li and uh, what was it like working with him? Unleashed, Unleashed was awesome. He's another one. I mean, he's he's an absolute expert in his field. The way the way Hong Kong do their choreography is quite different to the way Hollywood and Western uh, uh, movies tend to do their choreography. Nevertheless, it was uh, most interesting because it gently. Uh, sorry, the Unleashed film was choreographed by Yun Wu Ping, mm. and Yun Wu Ping uh, choreographed all the action in Matrix One, Two, and Three. Uh, back in the day. Western productions would employ Hong Kong guys to do choreography because they were way ahead of time. Uh, the only thing with, with the Hong Kong choreography, if they have a set vision in their head, they will keep pursuing it and shooting it until they get it right. Uh, with Westerners, they're a bit more relaxed in the sense they will leave some freedom of expression to the artists themselves yeah. to, to draw out their strengths uh, and perhaps hide their weaknesses. Have you always wanted to uh, be a movie star or is this something that you stumbled upon? <laughs> I, I think, uh, no, my, my first and foremost, my desire started off with the martial arts. I always wanted to do martial arts. Being a kid growing up in the 70s, I was very much inspired by by Bruce Lee with, with uh, his physical attributes. His physique was phenomenal. And the, the sheer speed that he moved with, moved with and agility 
was very impressive to a small child. And I think these physical attributes are more appealing to a child than some of the philosophical attributes, which are picked up on later on. Yeah. But um, I, I love doing the shows. I love doing displays in martial arts mm. and having an impact of changing people's lives because martial arts have changed my life in, in a big way. Yeah. And having the ability to do it through media and through movies mm. um, just put me in another, another position. But um, I was winning the championships in UK, British championships, Europeans and the world. Eventually, I was offered a role as a stuntman on the first production, which was Black Master with Scott Atkins. But uh, I didn't want to settle just being a stuntman, so I pulled director and choreographer to the side, and I said, maybe you can write my role in. And they wrote my role in uh, there and then within the script. Uh, I had to show them uh, showcase a bit of kicks and some movements uh, because I thought generally the action in the film was not great. It was full of American wrestlers, uh, not much of an exciting martial arts uh, action. So they wrote my, my role in the script. I fell in love with the whole industry, and I wanted to pursue it further, so I went back. Uh, engaged into uh, acting classes so I can develop myself further so I, I stand more of a chance of landing myself roles in the future. Who are you hoping to work with? Is there any particular... My God? Yeah. My God. I've, I've been very, very lucky and fortunate to work with some of my biggest idols, including Keanu Reeves, who was a phenomenal, phenomenal guy to work with, and uh, Bob Hoskins. Uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, I would love to work with. Yeah. Jackie Chan had opportunity to meet. I'd love to work with him because he's another one of those guys who's an absolute uh, expert in the field. And then, you know, something I said earlier on is one round in the ring is equivalent of 30 minutes of fighting in the class, just tenfold because the experience is so, so much more profound. Being on a film set with some of these guys is like going to a drama school for six months each and every day. You absorb so much information and uh, so many methodologies of how they run the show, how they make the production so possible. Yeah. And um, what's, what's your um, diet like? To, uh, if somebody wants to get into shape, well, what is your diet like um, in terms of um, do you um, eat more protein, drop your carbs? Or... Uh, my diet is very much, especially lately, it's been paleto diet. No carbs whatsoever, zero carbs. Well, when I say zero, 20, 30 grams. Mm. Uh, high in fat, high in protein. And but my diet's been pretty much like that for the last 17 years. In fact, I do intermittent fasting. I break my fast at 2 p.m. and I will eat till 8 p.m. So I've got a new window of six hours. People look at my size and they think, oh, you must be consuming food. <laughs> no, I have a window of 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. that I consume my food. But it's very, very strict. And sometimes it's a little bit too brutal. But if I need to get myself in shape for a film, then um, my drive is just, uh, I'm very single-minded. Uh, sometimes I wake up middle of the night starving. I'm absolutely hungry. Yeah. And that can be a mental, mental as well as physical challenge to, to overcome those obstacles. But um, part of the journey. I don't find it difficult. In fact, nowadays when I train some of my clients, I find it a little bit disappointing how lack of discipline they have. Uh, they don't really give themselves a true chance yeah. or they will lose weight and they're gaining back. The yo-yo effect because they haven't changed their habits. So fundamentally, if you want to change your physiology, you need to change your habits because it's the poor habits and poor choices in the past that have got you overweight or ill health or what whatever it might be. So fundamentally, you need to change the habits long term. So this is not just a project that's going to last for two three months, but for a lifetime. And I've been doing this for thirty odd years, 
Uh, I'm still training every day. I'm still following my diet. Uh, I'm still on very low carbs. Especially now, I think it's important to say carbs cause so much inflammation within your joints and your muscles. And especially as you get older, you feel those inflammations impact uh, your overall health with aches and pains. Yeah, so so what, what does discipline mean to you, Dan? What, what, what is discipline? Uh, what is discipline? <laughs> because people get confused with, with discipline and motivation. But not pursuing your goals with absolute uh, 100% focus, no distractions whatsoever. Uh, I know with myself, within my martial arts training, martial arts have given me immense, immense discipline. And I implement the same discipline in the gym. And this is one of the reasons I always object to why people carry mobile phones in the gym. Taking photographs, videos, it's like, for me, it's unheard of. I put my earphones on. I don't say hello to anyone. I, mm. It's my time to work out. And I, I, I work out with 45 seconds rest between each set. Uh, so I get a little bit disheartened when I see people with mobile phones, fingering their phones, talking, taking pictures. You would never do that, Marshall. Discipline, is mean, discipline to me means pursuing your goals, irrespective of how you feel. Uh, most days I have to say, I don't want to do it. I feel tired. My legs are... My legs are very heavy. I'm feeling hungry. I've got aches and pains in my hips. But go ahead and I do it because I'm thinking about my end result and end goal, which is very dear to my heart and very important to me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what keeps driving me forward. Brilliant. And um, I mean, you mentioned about um, you do meditate as well. How does the meditation help you? Oh, get uh, clarity of the mind and strength, emotional strength more than anything. In fact, interestingly, I went to a meditation retreat in Thailand Mm-hmm. Uh, three weeks ago, I just came back from it. Um, I did it only for two days this time around. Next January, I'm going for uh, a whole week mm-hmm. where we'll do uh, 14 hours of meditation. Now, meditation I currently do is uh, primarily uh, subliminal, uh, subconscious. So um, I go to bed and I put MP3 player in my in my um, ears and I listen to these sounds for hours and hours and hours. It's a bit like hypnotherapy hypnotherapy it does help me it helps me with clarity of my mind and certainly strength um strengthens my emotions uh we often talk about self-control in martial arts and self-control is controlling two emotions one is anger and the other one is fear and fear holds us back more times than not more dreams are broken because we're afraid of disappointing our peers we're afraid of failure we're afraid of so many things the list goes on and that's one thing meditation for sure helps uh clarity of the mind and strength strength of the mind because it's all good to be working on the body but this is mind body and spirit not just the body and the uh, body can only go so far but your mind can push you further once your body starts to give up so it's very important the three elements of mind body and spirit and this is again something i picked up through martial arts yeah what about thailand did you go to bangkok bangkok nice nice i went to a uh, and it's uh, a beautiful place and training's just amazing that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is my first time back in Bangkok since uh, since I did the first one with Scott Kids in 2000. So 23 years. My first time back. One of my favorite countries in the world. I love the culture. I love people. Food is great. Yeah. I love everything about it. So it was it a was, um, beautiful experience. And I look forward to going back next year. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You'll have a brilliant time again. Um, and um, yeah, um, so uh, I think I briefly mentioned about the inspirations. You said you uh, we were watching Bruce Lee and that. Um, are you have you still got uh, people that you inspire to, to um, be? Of course, one of my big idols is a very close friend of mine, Dr. Robert Goldman. 
He's, he's not an actor. He's just an incredible human being. Uh, yeah. Very, very accomplished in so many fields, academically as well as physically. Yeah. He holds 22 Guinness World Records. Mm. He owns over 155 medical patents around the world. But he also joined me uh, in Thailand just recently. So uh, I would say of all the people I know and I've met, he's the biggest inspiration I have. Ah, fantastic, yeah. And um, what what are you looking to achieve going forward? Are you, are you looking to um, what getting um, getting uh, more movies or have you got any more goals? I've got um, I've got a movie coming out, uh, Angels Fallen, um, Warriors of Peace, that comes out in April. Yeah, I've got three more films in the production. Mm. Uh, it's really funny because I had this question asked me recently. I'm so happy in, in my place where I'm at in my life. Yeah, I just hope I can maintain it for the rest of my life. Um, absolutely. Um, I've got I've got goals and stuff, but yeah. I've done so many things within my life. If I can maintain this state that I have now, I'll be very happy with it. And you mentioned, uh, can you talk a bit about your your new films that you're, you're bringing out, or you know, mention that? I know I can I, absolutely. It's the the, yeah. the teaser is out on YouTube. Uh, Angels Fallen. Okay. Uh, that was filmed in Georgia, the former USSR, uh, last year, which was just after the war in Ukraine started off. Mm. So it was a uh, Bit, bit of a funny thing driving through literally border of Russia on yeah. the way to the mountains where we filmed it was a five hour drive it was in May last year covered in snow covered in snow we had to get these beautiful scenes up in the snow and mm. uh, that's Angels Fallen which comes out in April this year uh, I can talk about other films I've just become a bit of a skeptic when it comes to um, telling people if I'm not signed the contract I don't like to say anything so yeah. I've got films I've I've not signed any contracts yet so I don't want to jinx it. Are you looking to direct any of them or? Uh, no, no, I'm not directing any of them. Uh, you, you know what happened? During the COVID, during the lockdowns, I diversified myself because the film industry was pretty much dead. I diversified myself into other businesses. I decided I'm not going to lay all my eggs in one basket. So now my my jobs are kind of from martial arts academy to the fitness to direct it. I am directing end of the year. Uh, as well as as well as acting, so there's only so much uh, time I have for all of them. I know, yeah. Um, it's hard to fit everything in, and um, yeah, and and uh, talk, talk a bit about the S factor as well. Oh, the the S factor goes back uh, as far as my childhood. I remember reading a book on it, identifying different components that make an athlete complete, um, and the S factor is, is uh, covers all those components. One is the skill, speed, strength. Stamina, suppleness, mm. and strategy. Uh, so th these are all the components I always advocate and I tell students and people who come to my seminars and workshops, these are areas that we need to cover. If you take one component out of the equation, mm. it's like taking a small component out of a transistor radio. It will cease to work. So it's very important that we nurture all areas of our life. And mm. this is, once again, I'm always mindful of balance, balance in my life because when we strive for more of one thing, we're going to get less of something else. So I'm always mindful of it. So when you ask me that question, where do I want to be in five, 10 years? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm in a state of equilibrium and perfect balance. I've got family as well. Uh, I don't want to be torn apart to strive for something that I don't need more of and then lose my time with my health or my workouts or my family. So it's always the continual balance, striving for balance. Once again, something that strongly embraced from martial arts point of view but the s factor is my fitness business 
which kills speed, strength, stamina, suppleness, but also the the dragon logo is initials of my, my, my first name and surname. No, yeah, you got a supplement line, haven't you? Um, with protein shakes. No, the good good came out of that. Came out of that. It was taking taking up too much time and energy, and I I didn't need. I, I moved away from it. Yeah, yeah, you're doing too much. Uh, you need a long holiday. Uh, well, you can yourself a little bit too thinly, and I know, I know we're living day and age in the world where we always think that more is better. Yeah, but if you do too much of one thing, it can really offset the balance of everything else. Yeah, uh, I, I've had to let it go. Yeah. What are your top tips if someone's trying to get into the movie business? Get yourself get yourself acting. That's first you know, foremost the most important. If somebody said top tip about opening a restaurant, make sure the food is good, make sure the service is great. So you've got to make sure you can act. Package yourself differently. Don't don't imitate others. You want to be like Bruce Lee or Van Damme or they've done it. Uh, you need to be yourself, very unique in yourself, whatever you are. Find what your strengths are. And market yourself for it. Market yourself for those strengths, the, that uniqueness that you have about yourself. And movies or acting is the most competitive industry in the world. You're going to get rejected 2,000 times before you get one role. Uh, so you've got to be very thick-skinned. Don't take it personally. You've got to keep moving forward. And something I was telling my, my partner the other day, I remember back in the day, um, I had to copy 247 VHS tapes of my showreel. So just to showcase my skills and sent it to Hong Kong. It cost me a fortune. It took me about three weeks to get this job done. I got three jobs out of it, out of 247. For me, it's worth it. Nowadays, it's so much easier. You can shoot stuff on your mobile phone, put it on YouTube, send it to a thousand production companies around the world, click of a button. So uh, things are much, much easier. But you know what is, when you've got that passion, that drive, Yes. You don't think about the struggles. You don't think about the, um, the 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 obstacles that you've come across because you just want to get over that hill. How do you deal with re- re- rejection? I, I don't think any of us deal with rejection really well, but uh, I think over the years I've got much, much better and better. I, I remember being in a, a finalist for a TV commercial. I did lots of TV commercials as well, for MasterCard, for Burger King, for Sky, for Ford, all sorts of different ones. And... I was in a situation once for Subaru car and the, the deal was worth a lot of money. And I was the finalist. And my agent found me up said, oh, you're, you're the finalist. It's out of you and another guy to get this job. And the problem is you start counting the money. You, you start spending the money in your head. And then when you don't get the job, you get big disappointments. Uh, I've learned not to do that. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But that's part of life and reality of life. And we're all going to fail more times than succeed. But it's the whole process. You've got to fail in order to 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 get to your success. So naturally, I handle it well now. I handle it very well now. Well, would you go back into conversation, or is this a path you chose? You want to st- stick to it? Oh my god! If I was younger, I definitely would, and it's something I really miss because uh, that's really given me an immense drive and desire. Uh, the absolute buzz, being part of the national team in taekwondo. Competing worldwide has been probably the most uh, life-changing experience I've had in my life. It really has. Uh, very strict, very disciplined, long hours training with the team as well as alone. The time is gone for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't compete again. I enjoy martial arts, but um, it was just another good era of my life. Yeah, true. So no MMA. That era gave me the discipline that I, that I have now when it comes to everything. Yeah. Uh, and issues and problems arise. I don't 
cry, don't panic. Mm. Um, like most people in this country, you know, we run out of toilet roll, they're crying and fighting over it. Don't get faced by little things like that. So maybe it was a good thing I went through it. Yeah, yeah, true. I think we've covered uh, most of it. Is there anything that you would like to add at all? Um, no, really. I think you've asked me some good, good questions, which have covered um, basically what I'm up to, what I did, how I got to it. Um, if you got anything else to ask, feel free. No, I think I think I will hold it there. Um, yeah, um, but we, I'd like to get you on another podcast um, in the future, if sure. possible. And definitely, sure, no. um, especially after you release the the, the your new films as well. Um, so that'll be awesome. Yeah, cool. Thanks a lot for your time today. Anyway, it's been a pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you very much, okay. and enjoy. Have a nice day. Yeah, same to you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Like two talk podcast.